Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to your semi-final stream. You are joined by me, Andy, FPL Mode, and we are also joined by Harry. How's it going, Harry? Very good, thank you. Okay, well, I say good. England got knocked out of the World Cup, so not quite as good as it could have been um, at that sta- at this stage. If we were looking at England in the semi-final, apart from that, I'm doing pretty well, thank you. How about I you? Was ho- I was hoping you wouldn't mention that too early, because now I'm going to be emotional for the whole stream. Um, <laughs> uh, thank you for joining us, anybody that's in the chat. Obviously, we know um, as this tournament was going to go on, interest was going to wane and things like that. But we're here for you till the very end. Uh, obviously, we, meaning me, Harry, and Scout. Um, so thank you so much if you are joining us. Um, yeah, so uh, England are out. I mean, the fact that England are out, but that... That wasn't the shock of the whole thing. Like people were expecting no. England to go out, probably weren't they? Like we played well, but Brazil out, Netherlands mm. out. There's so many big teams out, and so many teams that are heavily invested in. I mean, yeah. H- how did you see this this round going? Is it how you expected it to go? Well, no, and I actually almost <laughs> put a tweet out being like, "I'll oh, predict the final, you know, four teams going into this round," and I thought, yeah. "Oh." Actually, it looked a little bit predictable at this point. Oh, it was going to be Portugal. It was going to be Brazil. It was going to be Argentina. And then it was going to be France versus England, which was going to be the big one that decided people. Then Brazil went and got knocked out. And then Portugal went and got knocked out. And then, of course, England. The two games that people potentially didn't know how to predict, Argentina, Netherlands, and then England, France. But the other two, yeah, just, again, it was the same as the round of 16 with 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 Spain going as well. There have been a lot of upsets, you know, getting to the semifinals now with Croatia and Morocco. Again, they both deserve to be there. They both played really, really well, but it's just yeah. not what you predicted. I have Croatia in my work sweepstakes, so I am loving <laughs> life at the moment. Uh, don't think they're going to go all the way, but stranger things have happened. It's, it's mental. Like I play, I played a few versions of this game of this fantasy game, and um, and in one of them, I completely backed Brazil and Portugal. We yeah. we all got a wild card after round of sixteen, uh, and I completely backed them and thought, yeah, they're. I mean, Brazil in particular, I was like, yeah, they're, they're through to the final. Yeah. Like they had the easiest route to get there, and I just thought, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, of course, what happens? And it happens all the time. It never ever goes the way you expect it to, does it? Mm. And for them no. to be knocked out, the. The only thing you will say is that it breeds an awful lot of opportunity and it also makes people reflect on maybe how they play these games. Mm. Yeah, Do you agree? No, absolutely. Like, you know, yeah. All just piling in on the favourites isn't always the way to go, is it? Yeah, and I actually saw a stat um, 
on like if you'd have backed in a bookies the like underdog in all of them the amount of upsets there have been in this tournament yeah. but also in previous tournaments as well it happens a lot more than you'd expect and it happens if you were to try to predict you know all the premier league games happen every weekend especially in the world cup because there's so much on the line happens once every four years how unpredictable these these games tend to be so yeah definitely something to note for the future don't just back your favorites don't just back the team that you think is going to go far because chances are there's going to be at least one or two upsets in every round yeah and we just assume don't we that like if you've got a star-studded team mm. it's going to work and it yeah. and how often does it not work in terms of there's always those teams that go through because they are yeah. a proper team like you look at croatia they're all working for each other they're defensively resolute morocco mm-hmm. are exactly the same like don't get me wrong croatia have been there before. They obviously got to the final last time. Yeah, Morocco, though, I mean, mm. fair play to them. They, and they do have those little superstars, but it's all yeah. about the team and all about how they play. And, and their defence is just so good, isn't it? Again, only conceded one goal this tournament, which was yeah. an own goal. No yeah. team has actually scored against them so far this tournament, which is a crazy, crazy stat. And if you know, someone had told you that at the beginning of the tournament, unless you were maybe a Morocco fan, you probably would have said yeah. they were... They were having a laugh. So again, they've been so good defensively. The last game as well against Portugal. Portugal had chances, but nothing, nothing really clear cut. They were pretty resolute defensively. And again, I think it'll be a tough game for France. Again, I would predict France to go through, but I don't think it'll be any easy game for them. And I think that France will have a lot of the ball. I think it will probably be more predictable than maybe we've seen. France will have a lot of the ball. They'll press them. They'll they'll try and create as many chances as they can. It's just whether they can break them down and whether Morocco can get that chance they need like they did against Portugal. Yeah. I mean, for everybody that is in the chat or anybody listening, the things we're going to be talking about tonight, we're going to look at the two fixtures. So we're going to look at the semi-final fixtures uh, and predict what we think is going to happen and how we're going to play the game. We've also got our two teams to look at as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so up on the screen now are the, the two fixtures. So we've got Argentina... Um, versus Croatia and we've got France versus Morocco um, it, it is worth mentioning and I double checked with this with Harry before we came on the third place playoff game does count in this fantasy yeah. game so remember that if you're bringing in Croatians or Moroccans as well they do they do get that extra game so if you're bringing them in and thinking oh but if they get knocked out I don't get their team in that don't worry you know if you bring in a Ziyech a Modric a um, Perisic whoever it is they do get that extra game whether we can 100% say that their third place playoff game team is going to be what you expect it to be is another matter entirely. But you could pretty much say that a lot of those players would be there. I mean, Harry, we're looking at it first. Look at that Argentina-Croatia game. How do you see mm-hmm. it going? Who do you see being the players that you want to bring in? Yeah, so it is worth that sort of part of you know the third place playoff game being part of the point scoring is really big because I have brought into my team players like when we get to France I've got like Rabio in there I've got to Paul in there but realistically I should be buying attackers from the likes of Croatia even though I don't think they're necessarily going to do well this round it is worth bearing in mind that you get their points for next round so it doesn't actually matter if they win this one I still back an Argentina win in this one I do think an Argentina France final um, with Messi potentially to lift the trophy is still what I'm predicting but there are not that many attackers from Argentina that I really look at and want to be going and buying. Of course, Messi is the big one. But around him, there's not been a lot of consistent point scoring. Up front, Lautaro Martinez and Alvarez have been rotating for that position and neither of them, particularly Martinez, not been looking that great going forward. So it probably will be Alvarez. But 
slightly unpredictable. Di Maria suddenly was dropped from the lineup. Slight change in shape against Netherlands, but potentially might come back in, potentially not. I've got him in here in my team at the moment, just on a whim that he's potentially going to start. Going forward, there's not that much. And maybe it is when you start to look at Croatia and you think the likes of Kovacic, you think the likes of Modric, then you've got the likes of Perisic in there as well. That actually Argentina haven't looked that great defensively. They've controlled some games, but not looked really strong defensively. You'd probably predict both teams to score in this game, that you yeah. can go looking at some of those Croatia options instead of just going for those Argentina options, even if you back back an Argentina win. Yeah, I, d- I, d- I completely agree with what you said about if it's uh, obviously we'll all have Messi and I'm assuming captaincy will be on Messi for the majority mm-hmm. of us because they, they play first on December the 13th. But it's really hard to pick players outside of Messi. Like, yeah. how many squads are like this, though? How many squads are like it where you look at their squads and say, there's probably one player, maybe mm-hmm. two that I would invest in. The rest of them is really tough. I am going to stick my neck out. I think Croatia are going to beat Argentina. I think they're going to. Narrative FC is is high up on me at the moment. And I could just see Croatia France final again. Two again. the same two, you know, four years in a row. Nah. I, I can see it. I can see it happening. And Messi wants it, but yeah, I th- I think Croatia could be more heavily invested in than people think. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I just I can't look past. <laughs> yeah. I just I'm a, I'm a bit of a messy fanboy as well, so oh. I do quite like the idea of, of it of him winning it as well. So I do think they'll win it. I just think that they do have a lot. The depth is there as well when it goes into the later stages of the game. Their bench, if even if they are bringing on the likes of Latorre Martinez, if Di Maria doesn't start, I just think they're going to edge it. But it will. I do think it will be a lot closer than I think people think it looks on paper. It will because I, Messi every time. I've seen Argentina play in this World Cup, apart from about half an hour, I think, in the group stages. They just make everything look hard work. They make mm-hmm. it look like a slog trying to score those goals. And now they're going up against, you know, a Croatia team that have been so good this tournament. And any time you get to quarterfinals, semifinals, every team is good. Every team deserves to be there. Like, they're there for a reason. And I'm And I'm just looking at it and thinking... I, I just fancy Croatia to do it. I fancy everybody to lump in on Argentina mm. and, then, and then Croatia do well. Remember we've said about this third place playoff. If you invest in Argentina and they get knocked out, it doesn't matter because they get the third place game. But yeah. um, I don't know. I just, I just fancy it a little bit. I mean, you've mentioned it, about Messi and you've mentioned a few Argentinians there. If you were to go with Croatia and you fancied them a little bit, is it mm-hmm. just Modric and Perisic? Where else would you be looking? It probably is. I don't love their options around them. What it is worth bearing in mind, as they're saying in the chat, is we get early, t- we'll get the team news mm-hmm. of both these sides. So if you are wanting those Argentina players, if you are considering like Di Maria, for example, or you're going Alvarez up front, although I think this front three for a lot of us looks pretty similar now. If you are, you know, potentially looking at that Croatia lineup, you're looking at a cheaper option. Maybe you don't want to go for Modric or Perisic. You don't have the money to go there. You could go for a cheaper option and just wait until till you go and get that team used. I think that's worth bearing in mind that you then don't get with France and Morocco. Of course, you get you can 
again, if you've got a player not playing, then you can wait for that team. You so I could sell Foden for someone in that game. But yeah. the I swear in my team, I, I don't I don't get that luxury. It is really Perisic unless I really need to go down cheaper. But even if that's the case, I then look at DePaul, for example, who's yeah. likely to you know get passes, that sort of stuff in for points as well. Yeah. I just got this horrible you go, feeling that everybody's been watching these two teams beat everybody all the way through the semi-final and everybody will go, yeah, Argentina-France final. <laughs> yeah. And it, there's going to be something that happens. And I mean, you know, there's every chance these 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 games both go to penalties again. And mm-hmm. we've already seen Croatia just seem to be the masters at penalties, don't they? They do, absolutely. And I'm not sure Messi's record in the World Cup leans that they're necessarily anything to, yeah. to write home about. If it goes to penalties, I think my money would be on Croatia in this one. Oh, oh, I can't wait. So, should we just say that? So, you're going Argentina, I'm going Croatia, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Love it. Uh, and then in the second game, England-Morocco. Oh, no, it's oh. not. France-Morocco. Um, I'm not going to go into it because <laughs> I don't want to, uh, but it's France-Morocco. Um, mm-hmm. I, I'm i not going to go with the upset here. I think France are going are gonna to yeah. edge Morocco. Um, in terms of, let's start with France then. French players... I found it very, very hard to pick midfielders, but the yep. strikers and the defence seems to pick itself quite well, doesn't it? Yeah, I agree. It's the same because of the classification in this game with those sort of wingers that we're used to picking in our FPL teams as those midfielders, you like of Rashford, you like to Salah, you like to Son, that get classed as midfielders. It makes it very easy to fill up a midfield. Whereas at the moment, none of them are midfielders. So I've you're trying to fill your midfielders with your actual like central midfielders, which is a lot more difficult. And France don't really have any of them. Rabio is the one. He got a couple of returns in game week in match day one. But since then, he's not actually gone and done anything. And not many midfielders have been consistent for points. I agree. Up front, France have got a lot of options. Well, they've got three. Mbappe and Giroud, who I think the two that most people are going to go with. But Dembele has also looked really good. All three of those, I think are viable options as well. But again, Giroud being the main focal point, I think just gets it over going for Dembele. I don't really see anyone going outside of Mbappe. I don't really see people not wanting to go with him. But if you're predicting, for example, an Argentina-Croatia to be really tight and you wanted to go with Mbappe, you know, Giroud and Dembele, for example, it's very possible. Defensively, again, Hernandez is in there. Varane is in there. It looks like Kunde is, again, going to be the one starting yeah. starting right back. Uh, slight injury doubts on whether Upa Meccano is going to be fit for this one. So he'd probably be fourth in line if you are picking a defender. So it's probably Hernandez, Varane and Kunde that I would be going with first. Again, yeah, it's a midfield. And I look at this across all of the teams, which is why we might end up with a Croatia option. Because if you look at the likes of Perisic, you've got Modric in there as well, who are much more viable point scoring options in midfield compared yeah. to compared to those in Argentina and then France. I've got Rabiot on my team, but I'm not expecting anything from him. Yeah, no, I completely agree. When you look at France's midfield and their midfield options, Rabiot's the only one that, that screams out to me that could do well. Yeah. Chouameni obviously scored, and I think probably people will go for that, but he is an injury doubt, which is a bit of a shame. Uh, but just because he scored, people might do it, but obviously it was a yeah. screamer and probably his only shot of the tournament so far. Um, someone you didn't mention... And I was shocked, actually, when you said Dembele instead was Griezmann. Griezmann's having a really good tournament. And people are surprised. Like, yeah, the, the assist he got um, yeah. uh, for Giroud was gorgeous, lovely assist. And he got two assists in that game, didn't he? So he is somebody that's really flying under the radar. So if you are chasing and you wanted to go with somebody instead of Giroud, Griezmann's not a bad shout at all. It's just a shame he's up front again as well. Yeah, exactly. And actually, 
I think I've tried to erase the existence of Griezmann out of my mind <laughs> after his performance at the weekend, which practically yeah. single-handedly knocked us out of the tournament. But yeah, again, if you don't want to go Dembele, again, Griezmann, he was so, so good at the weekend. He yeah. really made France tick. And although, you know, didn't score to assist, he's linking the play linking the play really well. It is just a shame that all of these guys are crammed into forward. So it's very difficult yeah. when you've got the likes of Messi and Mbappe and then Giroud, the one who's scoring the goals, to, to find space for, for a fourth option. Yeah. Uh, and then on to Morocco. I mean, everybody's second favourite team, I think, in this tournament so far. Um, just uh, just defy belief every single round so far. Absolutely brilliant. They beat Spain. They beat Portugal so far. Who's yeah. to say they can't beat France? Um Obviously, for me, me, you've got you, yeah. <laughs> obviously, you've got players like Ziyech and Hakimi. Yeah, uh, and Nasiri obviously scored in the last game. I think he. I saw a stat today that he jumped higher than Ronaldo in that Champions League oh. game. Uh, we can yeah, stop seeing that higher. picture of Ronaldo yeah. jumping really high, and it'll be someone else now. <laughs> so, where would you go with this Morocco team? Would you go just defensive, or do you think there's some little starlets up in uh, attack as well? I think actually Morocco, again, I do back France to win. And although Morocco have looked good, I don't think their attacking threat is going to be that great. That's being said, France are yet to keep a clean sheet in this tournament. So a Morocco goal is very capable and is is something that could happen. There are a few midfield options. And I don't think we're going to be dropping any of our forwards to go for a Moroccan differential up front. I don't see that being really where we go. Defensively, they do look good. I think Hakimi's good because, again, if you have him for the third, fourth playoff, even if it is against Croatia or Argentina, they could still do something. And actually, although Argentina, Croatia, if they get knocked out, might not want to play for that much. I think Morocco would be fighting for the third mm. place, whereas I don't necessarily think the other two would. In midfield, you do have Ziyech. You've got Bufal as well, two talents that have looked pretty good in this tournament as well. Ziyech, as much as it pains me to say it, as a Chelsea fan that has seen the wrong side of Ziyech for quite a few months, has looked really good. He's very key to what they're doing as well. So I do quite like him as an option. He is 7 million, whereas you've got Bufal in at 6 million, which might be slightly more affordable for people. Yeah. Do you know what? I, I think you've made a really, really good point there as well about if, if Morocco do lose against France... I think they're going to win the third place playoff, whether it's mm. against Argentina or it's against Croatia. Yeah. I just that that idea of them being finishing third will mean so much more to them than it will to yeah. Argentina and Croatia. Like Croatia finished second not that long ago, Argentina are just going to be miffed they didn't get to the final. Um, and I just think Mor- Morocco in that in that play, you know yeah. third place playoff game could be could be brilliant. So I, I really like the idea of ZH. I think Akimi is an absolutely brilliant own if you don't own some of those French and Argentinian yeah. defenders already. Um, lovely stuff. So we're going for France between us. Both of us are going for France. And yeah. we think we're split between Argentina and Croatia at the moment, aren't we? Yeah, I'm going for a star-studded final in Argentina, France. That's what we yeah. all want. <laughs> okay, well, let's have a look at our teams then. So... Um, at the moment, I'm about 29k. Uh, nothing spectacular is what it is. Um, 288 points. Uh, I have made my five transfers. I've got an 11 playing, and I've also got three subs on the bench as well. Um, very happy, to be perfectly honest. Martinez in goal, Varane, Otamendi, Hernandez, Molina, and then McAllister. Uh, Fernandez, who it looks like is being linked with Liverpool at the moment. Uh, Rabiot, um, Perisic, Messi, Mbappe, and then Hakimi and Giroud on the bench with Lloris mm-hmm. as well. I mean, it's not looking too bad. I'm quite happy with this. Um, I'm hoping to gain a bit in terms of rank now. If I can finish in the top mm-hmm. 20k, I think I've done okay. Um, Messi captain to move over to Mbappe captain if that doesn't work, which yeah. I think will be what most people do, to be perfectly honest. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Yeah, and obviously with the third place playoff counting as well, you know, this is my team for that as well. It would just be Foden that goes and someone else comes in. So, um, yeah, I mean, I've obviously used my five free transfers already, but anything to to comment on on my team? No, not really. It is, again, it's those midfield spots. You've got double Argentina in there with players that I don't expect to score particularly well, yeah. but there's not really anyone that I would potentially go with instead. Maybe once your you know free transfers are unlocked for the next match day, Foden to the likes of Ziyech or Bufal, I think is a, quite a straightforward switch um, to have that extra playing player plus a, maybe a midfielder that's got a little bit more something about them than maybe Fernandes and, and McAllister have. But generally... That's what a lot of teams are looking like going into this week. Messi to Mbappe again, very popular. I like the sort of Hakimi pick in there as well. Yeah, lovely stuff. Uh, and let's have a look at yours then. Yeah, so I got a little bit more punished by the uh, both the round of 16 and then the quarterfinals as well. <laughs> both just came in and absolutely uh, punished my team. So I actually have 10 players at the moment because Acuna, of course, suspended for the semi-final. Uh, yeah. Once... One free transfer left, which I'll probably use on my bench to sell either Foden or Saka to go and bring in. I think Perisic is probably the one I'm going to go with. I could go to Modric. It's pretty close between them. And then once the other sort of transfers unlocked, I will probably be bringing in Lloris for another France option in goal. And then I'll probably add a couple of Moroccan options. Um, probably, Haki sorry, yeah, probably a defender and then probably Ziyech in my midfield as well. So I'll use up all my transfers. I've got power caps in active because I think we're getting to the stage of the tournament where things are becoming a little bit harder to predict. But actually, there's a lot riding on these games. It's actually two games which have the ability to be quite big swings because you do have a favourite in both the games that you don't always get in the semi-final. Um, so yeah, power captain, I'm quite happy with that. To be honest, Messi and Mbappe, if it's not one of the two, then then maybe I'd be surprised. But if it does turn out that someone else in my team hauls while everyone is going from Mbappe and Messi, then that would be a massive, massive rank gain for me. So let's see what yeah. it gives. I think um, I think it'd be really worth it for you getting in some of those um, Moroccans operations, yeah. considering power captain as well, because yeah. you're obviously only back in two teams, as opposed yeah. to if you get those other players in, at least you're back in four teams for power captain, yeah. aren't you? Which is yeah. quite nice. Um, yeah. Lovely stuff, right? Uh, yeah, so you are 100% going for an Argentina-France final there. <laughs> <laughs> I have backed um, it. Yeah. <laughs> right. Um, thank you so much for everybody that's been in the chat. We had uh, over 75 of you, I think, was uh, what we maxed at, which is considering, like I said, there's only two games left. Um, it's not too bad. It's two games left. Four games left, really, aren't there? Four games left. Uh, we'll very much take that. I mean, Harry, thank you so much for joining us. This is the last one you're on with me, isn't it? I've got one more on the final, but uh, I'm not on with you, I don't believe. No, no, we are not already going. <laughs> Nuclear in the atoms in the chat is having a go at me. I'm at 130k. All right, <laughs> match, match day one was an absolute nightmare. And I basically climbed. Basically, I think I've got a green arrow every week since. And that's just, you know, makes me feel good. But game week one, I think I was <laughs> 1.4 million out of 1.6 million players after one week. Christ. So I've clawed my way back. If I could finish inside the top 100K, then, then that would be great. Bless you, mate. You're just the comic relief on the stream, weren't you? It's been lovely. Yeah, exactly. That's why you get me on. <laughs> oh, but no, thank you very much. And thank you very much for joining us as well. Hopefully we can, um, maybe we'll get you on a scout cast this year. You never know. Absolutely. Yeah, that'd be great. Right, um, thank you very much for everybody in the chat and obviously um, thank you for joining us tonight. Hope you enjoy uh, the last couple of games of the World Cup uh, and we will, be, will we be back with FPL very, very soon. Thank you very much and bye-bye. Thanks, guys.